Are you a cake maker running a business or a business owner making cakes? Hi, I'm Sammy. Hi, I'm Bronya, and welcome to the Business of Cake Making. Hello and welcome to the Business of Cake Making. I'm Sammy and Bronya here. Today we've got an amazing uh, woman called Beth Lavin. She's from Beth Lavin Photography and she's a wedding photographer for non-traditional fun-filled couples and she also is a personal branding photography and she loves this sounds funny, personal branding for women, um, but she's amazing and I hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hello Beth, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us. Um, So today we are going to be talking about photography. It's one of those things that everybody screams at, please, 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 can you get a photographer on? Um, So here you are. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, fab. Yeah. So, uh, hi everyone. Uh, I'm Beth. I'm 25 and I'm a personal branding photographer. I create fresh, vibrant and personality-filled photography for creative female business owners who thrive in a fun, relaxed environment where you'll also gain a business pal for life. I love to travel, have a slight obsession with dogs. We've got a Jack Russell with Poppy. <laughs> Poppy oh, you you're in good Poppy? company. Yeah, yeah we, and, we love uh, dogs. Cake, cake is my number one indulgence food. I love it. Oh, yeah. definitely on the right podcast here today guys yeah <laughs> absolutely dogs cake you're in yeah yeah <laughs> I'm the so um jumping right in uh I'm, we've, I'm so excited to speak to you today we've been like oh what can we ask her what can we ask her okay so sorry i don't progress there are generally three levels of photography that we see from cake makers um those that just have it sorted those that are trying really hard um but new need a few hints and tips that's me and those that generally just finish a cake have flour and equipment everywhere and take a quick shot and it looks like chaos um what what would you recommend that we can do to um as a branding and product photographer, can you tell us why it's so important to get decent photos of your cakes and bakes? Yeah, absolutely. And there's a few, there's a few reasons really um, that I kind of want to talk to you about today. And a lot of it is around kind of brand building and developing a unique style. Like from what I've seen out there on social media, especially Instagram, um, there are so many cake makers um, from yeah, all kind yeah. of levels of experience um so it's all really about developing a unique style ideally what you want is for your customers to scroll past an image of something that you've made and go oh that's Bronya's post without actually looking at the Instagram handle like that's mm-hmm. kind of the level that you want to get to um yeah. uh-huh. I think brand building is a really big important part of that um it helps you stand out from the crowd helps you position yourself as an expert and actually shows that you're really investing in your brand, whether you're outsourcing your photography to somebody else or actually carving the time out of your day to do it and really thinking about, you know, composition and light and what other elements that you want to include. It shows that you care and that you actually give a shit about your business, um, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also helps customers be 
trust as well. Like they want to see what they're buying and they want to see quality because I don't know about you guys, but especially um, if I'm buying from a service-based business and this does apply to products as well. But if I can't see the person behind the business, like if their profile picture is an egg, like I'm very unlikely going to buy from them. And I think the same kind of applies to products as well. Like if you've got shit pictures of your cakes, I'm not going to think that you're the top yeah. baker because also can- with with food with food is quite I don't know I, I want to think that someone's taken making the effort because it's a food product yeah and it's indulgent and it's meant to be yeah you know yeah. enjoyed and luxurious and you know I think it, that, that needs to be really showcased um yeah. yeah to show off your incredible skills because you know to see the details and all the hard work that's gone into it I think that's what makes it important um but also having great photos will also increase the chance of getting featured on blogs and in magazines and then that will in turn widen your audience that you're trying to reach and hopefully you know get get you some more exposure I hate the word but that's <laughs> <what> <laughs> exposure don't pay the bills but you do need it, it. yeah it yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um, so most, I mean, obviously you're a photographer, you have all the gear. Um, most cake makers will just have a phone. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that, that's what most of us use. So is a phone okay? Is, mm-hmm. you know, is using a, a, a iPhone or a, an Android phone okay? And how can we optimize um, things to make the, make the best use use of our phones? Yeah, I mean, a phone will do the job that's the way that I see it I mean it's difficult for me to kind of give all these like give like lots of tips and tricks to use on an iPhone because I'm always reaching for my camera so I'm going to try yeah. my best you guys um, <laughs> yeah. I can only speak for iPhone users because that's what I've got um so I've had that... iPhone and Android and they're pretty much the same wouldn't worry okay, about it don't worry. Cool. <laughs> okay cool um so there's actually a feature on iPhones where you can turn on a grid in your camera and to do that you can go to settings scroll down to camera and then under composition you click the grid slider and what that's going to do it's going to help with composing your shot so what Mm -hmm. you'll see is when you then open the camera is grid grid lines and your your Um. camera will be split into nine squares and this will really help you with composing your shot to get better images um iPhones have wide angle lenses so it can make having consistent photos for your website or Instagram difficult if you're shooting in different conditions each time i.e your mm-hmm. light is different your backdrop the distance between yourself um and the cake so you want to try and photograph anything that you're baking if you're using a phone uh, with the same distance between the cake and the camera each time because you can't change the focal length like you can if you're going to use a camera yeah. that has lenses that can change in and out and have a fixed focal length. So that's one thing I would say, like even if you have to like mark somewhere on your floor with a bit of tape or if you've got wood, like notice like a little notch in the wood and stand okay. there each time and then making sure you're putting your cakes in the same on the same bit of table I've actually I'm just looking at my phone and I've just gone into because I've got a, an Android and I've just gone yeah. into settings and it's called the assistive grid from what I'm looking at awesome. so that's so I, I guess that's exactly the same yeah so I've just gone back and I've got four squares on my on my camera screen so assistive awesome. grid for, for, for Androids <laughs> 
That will definitely help. It will definitely help. And there's another thing that you can do with um, with actually changing the exposure of your image. And if you tap whilst you're in the camera um, app, if you tap the screen and wait for the little square to come up, it's like a yellow golden square. Mm-hmm. If you tap to the right-hand side of the box where the little sun icon is you can slide your finger up and down and that brings <gasps> your up. oh my god I'm doing it I'm actually doing that as you're saying I never knew that could, could, could be yeah. done <laughs> yeah. sorry okay I'm gonna I'm gonna put my phone down now okay. no, I'm glad that you're excited and that you're you just found that out some people don't even know that, that exists no <laughs> Oh my god, I love how excited you are. It's so funny. Um, basically, for those of you who don't have a phone and aren't doing that right now, it means it's going to um, brighten or darken your image. Um, so you can tap, and you can actually tap anywhere in your camera app, and your phone will expose for that part of the image as well. It's amazing. Um, do you know yeah. what? It's, every day is a school day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Learn something new every day. Definitely. Oh, yeah. A phone is definitely okay. Like if that's if that's the only tool you've got, you know, just try and learn and figure out how to make the best of that until you get to a point where you can or you want to invest in a camera. They don't have to be expensive. Um, mm. That's what I would. Would say. you? Would I, I know we're going a bit off piece now, but would you recommend trying to get a camera at some point to get the best images? I'm guessing you would. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. It just makes all the difference. Like I've seen from one of my friends who I used to work with, um, she now uh, is is a baker. She's She's got her own little business and her images have just skyrocketed from when she first started doing stuff on her phone. Really? And yeah. then she invested in a DSLR and I don't think it was expensive. Um, and her images are just crazy now. I, I'm yeah. so proud and I think it's, I do think it's really important. Yeah, I, I mean, I've I've got a camera. I use a, a camera. Yeah. Um, and we've had it for years and years, but I never used to use it. Yeah. But ma- it does make a difference. It makes so much difference, but I just don't know how to use it. And that's my next goal is to yeah. learn we'll how to it, use it. We'll do a little mini lesson, Bronya. Yeah, right. And I'll teach use it. <laughs> we'll have coffee. I'll bring the camera. It'll be all right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Can I come too? <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> Um, can you give us a few tips about um, a good basic and easy setup for cake makers so we're, we're gonna like take these amazing photos but how how should we do it okay what, what advice <laughs> yeah um yeah I think there's kind of three main elements that you need you need to have a nice backdrop that's got some interest and is relevant to your brand you want to have a nice cake stand, you know, to really show off this amazing piece of food art that you've made. Mm-hmm. And you need good light. It's uh, that simple, really. really. Simple. And I know <laughs> it's easy for me to say that it's that simple. Um, but those are the main three things that you're going to need to kind of start you off. Um, so you can, you know, grab a bit of wallpaper or buy a backdrop. And, you know, put that near some natural light if it's available to you. If it's not, then it would be kind of worth investing in some artificial light. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh And then you want to make sure that you've got some other visual interest as well, something that really sticks out to your brand um, and use do that through props. Um, Visual elements, you know, playing around with light and shadows, get involved with some 
fancy prisms that you can buy, which are, you know, bits of shaped glass that you can put in front of your camera lens that um, provide different effects and things like that, Um, just to make it a bit different and and unique. Yeah. So lighting, lighting has been, um, we, we put, we, we put out to our listeners, what yeah. would you like to ask about photography? Um, mm-hmm. And the main thing people said was lighting. Yeah. Um, so what happens is, is when you're making a cake, it can be pretty last minute and it's into the evening. And to be honest, in the winter, it only can be four o'clock and it's dark, but it can be into mm-hmm. the evening um, and all you've got is, is your artificial lights. So how can we make the best of artificial lights? Um, And someone asked, is there any bulbs that that are better than others? Um, And is it worth investing in anything like a ring light or or anything like that? And how to avoid all like the shadows and the yellow tones? And and this is probably the biggest subject for you to talk about. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Okay, right, that's good. Um, There definitely is... Um, worth investing in lights for consistency for number one um, mm-hmm. my dad's favorite saying is that you can't polish a turd so <laughs> avoid using an editing app to I'm gonna say this in quotation marks save your images right. you know you want to get the lighting right in camera and your life will just be easier Perfect. Um, yeah. rather than trying to save it with 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 Lightroom or filters and things like that yeah uh continuous lighting is probably best for iphone users but strobe lighting can work just as well Um, there's actually a light specifically designed for smartphone users that is a strobe um, and it's also continuous as well so basically what that means is it will flash when the shutter button is released Um, right this light is uh, by a company called profoto and the light is called a c1 it's super small portable and great for if you're on your on the go um, and it's in like a little circle shape and you basically you just hold it in your hand and you can actually um release release and uh take the image by pressing a button on the light as well because i know sometimes it can get a bit confusing if you're oh, trying wow. to hold, the phone, hold the light at the same time try and get good yeah. and all that stuff so you can you can push push that button and it will it will release that as well um, amazing if you're gonna buy um, on somewhere like Amazon, there are so many photography lighting kits on Amazon, so I can definitely understand why people would be feeling overwhelmed. Um, I personally say that LED lights are typically better than like a bulb. If you're right. going to buy on Amazon, like especially if you've got a certain budget that you're working towards, I just think that bulbs are more likely to smash um, or blow. Like if you knock it over, some of these stands uh-huh. that these lighting kits come on are so light that even if you brush yeah. past it it'll just it'll just knock over um so I reckon led lights are kind of better in that in that aspect okay. um also with these um you can change the color temperature and this gives you a bit more control when shooting in different seasons so led lights can give you this um, right it's also good if you've got like a warm backdrop and you kind of want to cool the image down you can yeah. do this by by changing the color temperature um with with that being said um bulb lights the kits that you can buy on amazon they usually come with a soft box which gives lovely flat soft light but more yeah. often than not that the power in them isn't that strong so you have to put them so close to your cakes which means yeah. you might not leave enough room for a clean shot but you can right. always kind of 
crop in if you need to. Um, LED lights will always be stronger because they don't have anything on them to diffuse the light. So it's always best to buy two. So you've got one either side of your image and they're both lit the same. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because shadow, shadows are quite a big thing. I've, I've noticed with cakes. They are a big thing. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're at home and you've got the ambient lights on in the home, so your kitchen lights or studio lights, you know, wherever you're working. If you're going to yeah. use, you know, studio lights, I'd recommend turning off any ambient light that's already in your home or your studio. Okay. As they okay. have those colour casts on and shadows on the image, which you don't want, which might be why you're seeing like orange and yellow hues yeah. in them yeah. Um, yeah it's because they're coming from overhead and causing that that color cast um so ah. i definitely meant if you're going to use just studio lights just have them yeah. on okay, that's that's really interesting because i, I wouldn't is. think to turn the kitchen lights off i would just no. shine you lights the turn them on because it would just add more light into the yeah. image <laughs> yeah. more harm than good um also, I know that people, I know people that use ring lights and they get great results, but I've not used one myself, so I can't right. comment too much. I had a ring light, but my, my puppy ate it. So, <laughs> yeah, I didn't really get much use out of it before, before the puppy came along and chewed the yes. cord and that was that. So I can't comment either. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've seen them. I think you can get decent sized ones. And I've actually also seen one that, that has the ability to change the color temperature on them as well. But the thing with that is you'll buy one and you'll have to put it kind of overhead or straight on and kind of almost shoot through it. And that might be a bit uncomfortable having to put your yeah. whole upper body into this yeah. ring and try yeah. to shoot thing. So I'd recommend having two lights either side of you so you have a bit more flexibility with movement and angles and things like that. Um, and they're not expensive. You're saying that you can get these fairly inexpensively. Yeah, I mean, Excellent. like under £100 Excellent. Um, for a decent one that's going to change colour and things like that. What I'd also say as well is if you're going to do that, I'd get some white foam boards and you can get these from Hobbycraft. These are super right. cheap and these will act as a reflector. So you can put them on one side of the cake. Say if you're shooting a natural light by a window, yeah. you want to put the foam board on the side that is furthest away from the window. Yeah. So then your yep. window yep. light is going to bounce off of that and back onto your cake. Perfect. Even if you're going to use artificial lights, buy them anyway because yeah. it'll just help contain the artificial light as well. Right. Yeah. Would, would you always recommend natural light if you can or does it not really matter? I don't think it really matters. I think it's down to personal preference. I mean, I know right. like you said earlier because a lot of the time you're working late into the evening and into the night and all hours yeah. of the morning and so – you know, artificial light's going to give you that consistency. And if that's what you want, um, I think it's easier to use that. Natural light is so right. beautiful, but it's so inconsistent and temperamental. Yeah. And, you know, you could look at the weather app one day and it'll be bright sunshine and actually it shits yeah. down with rain um, yeah. because they've lied to us. So, <laughs> yeah. <I think> <laughs> and at the, at the moment, I mean, we're, we're sat in snow. We've got snow at the moment and I know yeah. everything's slightly blue to look at which is yeah. really weird I mean it's, it's beautiful but it's yeah it's all slightly blue so if I was going to suddenly try and take cake, pictures of cakes now they wouldn't look anything like what I did last week say so exactly. yeah so if you if you want the consistency artificial lights is the way to go 
Excellent. Um, when when you're positioning your cakes with all the light and everything, yeah. um, this is something I struggle with because um, I've got a backdrop yeah. and it, I've, I've got the curve, but I always get a shine on the on the back so I can see the line of where the curve is. Where okay. do you think is best best to position your cakes or your cupcakes? What um what type of backdrop is it that you've got, Sammy? Um, it's like um, I bought it at Cake International. Um, is it like vinyl? Like vinyl. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I use vinyl backdrops as well. Um, I've bought them from companies that specific are specifically for photographers. Um, right. The, I mean, these so- were this because I got one at the same time as well, and I actually yeah. had to stop using mine because mine was dark. Um, okay. And and they're, oh, yeah, they're specifically dark. for cake photography or they're for cake makers to take photographs but my one was dark and, and I actually had to complain to them in the end because I just kept getting light bouncing off of it all yeah. the time and on a dark background it, it was really noticeable um, yeah. but they are designed or they, they say they're designed for photographing your cakes in front of yeah yeah that's interesting because mm. it, maybe they this is the big difference between shooting on a phone and shooting on a camera as well I think you're going to get two completely different results so if it's specifically for cake photography they might mean you need to have a camera to shoot it on rather than an iPhone because the iPhone quality isn't hasn't got the capability of dealing with different light scenarios and right you get lots of different things in focus and all of like you don't have as much control with that so that might be the reason that the light was kind of bouncing in all different directions it's mad like if I take a behind the scenes photo of something that I'm shooting with my camera it's mad to see the difference and I'm like this is why I shoot everything on my camera completely different um so i i would recommend buying backdrops i think vinyl ones are great i've got some really great ones that don't reflect the light in a Uh way i think you're describing maybe maybe it'd be better going to a photography supplier rather than a cake supplier for it yeah that could definitely do the trick (laughs) or even like using something like wallpaper or you know before um before I started buying backdrops I would go into somewhere like paper trace and buy wrapping paper and use that as a backdrop um and also it's fairly cheap and because it's paper there's no like there's no shine like there would be if you're using vinyl like it's matte so that might be a really good um, tutorial the other day where a lady had a foam board and she'd made it into three sections, and one side was covered in one paper, and the other side was covered in another paper. So she had two backdrops, yeah. but on the same piece of card. It was very clever. I know what you mean. Funny enough, I watched a TikTok video yesterday that had the same thing, but it was like a book. It was like you flip this bit of the foam board over and it's this pattern, and then there's this pattern and another. I tell you what I'm going to do, ladies. At the end of this, I'm going to write a blog post uh, and link like all the resources and stuff that I talk about. And I'll show you that video because it's it's really like cheap and expensive way to create a backdrop if you don't fancy buying one. But yeah, back to what you were saying about how to like position cakes and stuff. Using Uh the grid option that I told you about earlier that you can equip on camera is really going to help you start thinking about your composition and where to place objects. Um, I personally think that big cakes belong on a stand. I think it's a lot nicer than a cake board. And it will just help with brand building. Like, 
you just you want to stand out so I think yeah. having you straight on to get the full impact have that full shot you know in in portrait orientation and then go in and have a play with details you know get up close go for an overhead shot just try out different things once you've nailed the the full frontal view mm-hmm. yeah you can then go in and, and get your details so that people can see how hard you work with a little bit of extras in there um yeah. I think less is always more when it comes to styling if I'm being honest um right. someone who really styles their images well for cupcakes is a brand called Juniper Cakery their colors and the props are all consistent with their brand so it's worth sourcing props and kitchenware that all really help you stand out right which kind of leads on to our next question, actually, is um, which is all about the whole branding thing. Yeah. So I, I've actually seen, and I really cringe whenever I see it, to be honest. Yeah. I've seen people put their business cards next to their cake to prove oh, that they've oh, made it. Okay. So <laughs> I know. So how would you recommend that you we best show our cakes to prove that it's one of our cakes and that it reflects our brand um, and, and getting that branding into the photography? Yeah, it's a really great question, actually. I think one of the best ways that you can do that is with colours and props that match your branding mm-hmm. colours and start using that more consistently and people will start to recognise that that's your vision. Um, so that's a good way to kind of start it off. And then another mm-hmm. thing I would say would be like add a human element into your images, like put your phone on a timer and maybe like introduce your hands into the shot, you know, going to pinch a macaroon off the top of the cake or you know like holding a fork ready to kind of dive in just have a bit of fun with it and and try and be a little bit different to what you're already seeing out there you know you really have to have your brand messaging solid like once you know this you'll have a much clearer idea on what to include in your images you know is your brand playful and fun would clients find it funny to see someone trying to pinch something off the top of a cake yeah or or lux but they prefer to see something more styled that they can envision having their home on a special occasion you know it's all about figuring out who you're trying to attract as an idea yeah. Client yeah. and tapping into what they like um you know you really want to inject your personality into your images and a good way to do this is adding props that are distinctive to your business so for mm-hmm. example if your logo has i don't know a dinosaur on it uh you could add in like a little tiny toy dinosaur into your images and like create a fun campaign around it like who can spot the gold dinosaur in the image you know little kind of like hints from like yeah. tokens, like a little mascot or something because then it's not just like so in your face or like putting your business cards like who even has business cards anymore serious question <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I did. And then I changed my brand and I thought I can't be bothered to get any more. I mean, I've seen uh, there's a, c- a couple of brands that I've I've seen that I've really liked. Um, and that, one that's really noticeable that you always know is her is Peggy Portion. Yes. So everything is all is always all pink. Yeah. Always that pale pink. And as soon as you see it, you know, it's her. You don't have to even look to, to see if it was her. You know, it's yeah. her. And it's amazing. Yeah. Completely yeah, got it cracked. Building a strong brand. Yeah, it's knowing definitely. it's knowing whose whose it is before you even look at the label or the yeah. logo or the Instagram handle. I guess we're all coming back to um, 
what, what we always come back to on our podcast is knowing who your ideal client is and knowing who you're marketing to and then knowing yeah. your branding. Yeah. So it's like that full, full story always, isn't it? Every single time. I know, time. it's so boring to listen to it over and over <laughs> again. But like, it, it works. works. <laughs> yeah. If it ain't fixed, don't, if, what's the saying? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. 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 Quite often, um, I'm going to talk about wedding cakes now. Okay. So you'll, you'll go to set up a wedding cake and you'll arrive at the venue and they've put the cake table in next to the fire um, extinguisher or there's a big light behind you or there's a window. Um, how um, would you have, do you have any hints or tips to help with those things of how to take a photo actually on site of your beautiful wedding cake that you've set up? Yeah, definitely. If your cake has a hideous backdrop, try and turn the table around so that you <laughs> that you are in the window light or wherever the light source is. I think I'm probably more bold now than I used to be, and I probably would ask if I could move a cake now if I if yes. if I didn't think it was in a good place. Because obviously, I mean, you're a wedding photographer as well, and you're going to know that you're going to walk in and see that cake in a shit place as well, aren't you? Yeah, that's not ideal because you're trying to capture all the details of the day. And if it's, I mean, this is the thing with me though, like if I have to, I can edit the fire extinguisher out. But yeah, right. when it comes to light and stuff, I've got to try and make it work. Um, yeah. So, you know, you, you can have to turn the table round or swivel the cake towards the light. You know, even if the room isn't finished, it's better than overexposing the windows when you're shooting on your phone if you're if you're going to be shooting in that direction um from the point of view of a, of a cake maker obviously you know even if there are like a couple of start venue staff in the background laying out the knives and forks or whatever you can just politely mm. say to them guys I'm just going to take a quick picture do you mind just stepping out the room for a second this is what I do but I I guess I don't know they see this little kid with a camera and they're like oh better <laughs> <laughs> so yeah just try just ask them you've got no harm in asking anybody yeah yeah I mean I've I think I, I think um I've got more bolder as as I've as I've gone on delivering cakes mm -hmm. I used to just turn yeah. up and, and deliver it where they told told me to but yeah. I have actually now I I have in the past in the last sort of like not last year obviously but the year before said to them I don't I can't have that cake there it's right in the window it's going to melt you've got to move yes. it it's always a good. That's always a good um, thing to say if you don't like it. Where it is, the cake's going to melt, and you're going to ruin their wedding day. So you need to move it. Threaten them. Threaten them, and you'll get what you want. I kid. I kid. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> no, I, I've got some other solutions for you guys. Just hang on right. in there. Um, Go on then. So I'd say it's all about angles. Um, and like what you can hide, like try and bend down, you know, get an eye level view to block out the radius, get close. Mm -hmm. I know I said before to try and stand in the same position when you're photographing your cakes for consistency, but now I'm kind of throwing caution to the wind and ignore that advice um, if you can't hide the shit backdrop that you've been given. <laughs> um, yeah. Another alternative is if you've got another pair of hands with you, um, and, you know, enlist the help of, I don't know, a child, partner, friend, neighbour, yeah. obviously wearing masks and with your hand sanitizer on. Um, <laughs> getting them to hold your backdrop behind the cake if there's room, if the room isn't quite to your taste. Like bring, bring a roll of something. Actually take the backdrop with you. Yeah. <gasps> Genius. Hang it up. Get someone to hold it. And even if you haven't got a spare pair of hands, you know, grab the 
grab the dishwasher in the venue and yeah. be like, hey, can you come and help me do this. Um, just for That's like a brilliant minutes. idea. I can think of a venue now that the cake was amazing and it was right in the middle of the room, but it just looked so awful all the way around mm. it. There was no getting away from the the like the, the awfulness of the the venue behind it. So yeah, yeah. that would have solved. It seems all my so problems. obvious now to, to to say bring it bring your backdrop just seems really obvious, doesn't it? But why have we it. never done it? <laughs> If you don't have if you don't have one or you know you guys think about so many other things within your business that you have to worry about photography is like one of the, like an afterthought that you know that you yeah. need to do to market yeah. a business but realistically where is the time to do that so obviously you're yeah. not gonna immediately think of of doing that um so don't beat yourself up <laughs> <laughs> that's why we've got you to tell us to do it instead yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> listen to the 11 year old I know what I'm talking about <laughs> are you 25 you're, you're older than that yeah that's true thanks thanks honey you're very knowledgeable you know your stuff <laughs> right um is there anything that you would like to add that we haven't actually asked you I do just want to go back and talk a little bit more about styling yes. suggestions because I know we kind of we talked a little bit about that um but I just want to kind of go over that a little bit more because I've got some other tips that I'd like to share Ooh, fantastic um, yeah um I know um Sammy you were saying that you find this quite difficult um when it comes yeah. to actually placing your cakes and figuring out where things need to go and what have you yeah um so when it comes to styling you can kind of style your products in various different ways like I said the brand that I um really like is Juniper Cakery um they style their cupcakes really well um you can style your cupcakes in a few different ways you know you can get them all lined up in a box ready to be shipped out uh you could style them individually you know on a plate with a fork and some sprinkles for something a little bit more lifestyle you know mm -hmm. the possibilities are kind of endless when it comes to styling and what i'd recommend people go and do is going on pinterest and collating a board of images that really inspire you and really resonate with your brand you know mm -hmm. lighting that you really like backdrops that are cool visual effects that you might want to try and then you can kind of get clear on what you want to achieve and you'll feel better about it when the time comes. It won't be such a chore. Yeah. You'll have a vision. Uh -huh. um, that's what I would recommend. And I know you can kind of get sucked into a Pinterest rabbit hole. Um, yeah. But maybe just set a timer <laughs> on there, how long you spend on it before it overtakes your life. Um, yeah. I love, <laughs> I love Pinterest. <laughs> yeah it's great it's a really great app I really enjoy using it as well um it's like one of my go-to places to find inspiration for projects and yeah, jobs and definitely like um and can oh, I can I just ask would you recommend getting a backdrop stand as well backdrop stand um so yeah it's kind of I'm kind of like yes and no about it. I uh -huh. um when I mentioned the foam boards earlier, if you buy like four of them and you use two of them as reflectors, you can actually then uh, clip the backdrop to one of them, uh -huh. and then that will make it a bit more sturdier, and then right. something heavy to put behind it. 
uh-huh. um, to make it stand up and then yeah and then just roll your back yeah. out I'm gonna Perfect. um I'll tell you what I'll take a picture of a setup that I do at home include it in that blog post that I've got and then um you'll be able to see what I'm talking about. This is a really hard thing about like trying to talk about something visual without showing explanations. Yeah. I hope I'm being Yes, you are. I I blue tack my backdrop to the the wall. Yeah. (laughs) And it quite often just goes plump and peels off. That's the annoying thing with blue tack. And sometimes as well, if you don't, if you don't stick it to the wall, like flush, you can get like bumps and weird yes. and things like that. Yeah. So clipping it to something that's already um, uh-huh. flat yeah. um, is my recommendation. That's why I just bought some backdrop clips off of um, Amazon and uh-huh. just clip them to that. And it's really easy. They don't, there's no marks on the back of them. Um, yeah. Perfect. So, yeah. That's what I would recommend. Um, also, uh, if you're going to go like prop shopping, I tell uh, you to shop on Etsy or like your local independent shops near to you to support yeah. other small local businesses. And then if you can't find what you're looking for, it's it's going to have to be high street and yeah. Amazon. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, oh, oh, you're just so lovely. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so support small businesses. Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And then I just kind of want to, touch on some more kind of compositional um uh-huh. techniques so to speak uh just so you can that will help with styling if if you're unsure of how yes. to do that so a nice thing to do is that's really visually pleasing is to create a kind of diagonal composition using like your bakes and props right. so if you've got something placed like have something placed in the left bottom square of your image so you know when I was talking to you about the grid you've got a grid of nine so if you put it in the bottom left one um you know something small like sprinkles a fork some ingredients that you've used in the cake yeah and then you have your product take center stage in the middle Uh and then have something in the top top right middle right it's not it doesn't have to be you know so yeah. rigid um you know something big like a, a, a linen or a cloth or like a baking tray okay and that will kind of create this straight line going through the image uh, it's really like yeah. aesthetically pleasing for many reasons like when you think about how we read we read left to right uh, yeah. so it's like the natural way for our eyes to look you know you want to guide the viewer through the image uh-huh. that's you know I never thought all these things you just don't think do you that's amazing yeah. This yeah. is like podcast gold right here today. Oh, good, I'm glad. I'm glad I'm providing some value and it's not all just crap. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely no, not. I've been, I'm sorry if I've been quite quiet. I've been writing all of this down. <laughs> it's all right. It's she's going to write a blog, Sammy. Don't worry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> another, um, another little tip just to remember is that props kind of work best in odd numbers. So you can have one of oh, them. Yeah. Three of something, five of something. Yeah. You know, yeah. If you've made a lemon cake, you want to add some interest, cut up some lemons in half and have three half lemons in your foreground, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, again, just visually pleasing. Um, yeah. And then my last kind of point on that is I would definitely say it's worth buying a backdrop um, or, you know, whether that is a professional backdrop or going to B&Q and getting some wallpaper, which right. is what I would like to do when, uh, when B&Q opens again. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, it just helps distinguish your brand and helps with consistency. The places that I buy mine from are Club Backdrops or Capture by Lucy. Right, okay. I use the vinyl ones just because they're portable, flexible and wipe clean. So if you make a mess, you can just get rid of it super easily. Yeah. Yeah, and like wipe clean is always good when you've got things like chocolate and stuff exactly. rolling around yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah, they're made for food photographers. So um, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So Club Run, they run a promotion where you can buy three for two. Um, and then Capture by Lucy, uh, they go for like £30 plus fat for like a two foot by three foot, which is more than enough space for a big cake. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's quite a reasonable cost as well, actually. That's, that's not bad. So. Yeah, yeah. And then clubs are three for two for forty quid, which right. is a bargain, to be honest. Yeah, because um, I mean, the thing is that you once you've got them, and because if you're trying to keep your brand consistent, you're just going to keep using them, aren't you? You know, you're exactly. going to get a lot of use out of them. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and then you know, when the time is right and you need to buy some more, it's not like they're you know fifty, sixty. Yeah. No, that's, that's excellent. Going through them, so yeah, that's kind of. Ta-da! That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you so much. Yes. So good. And it's something that we've been oh. asked about so much. And we see on all the Facebook groups so much people going, yeah. my face, my photos just look so crap. What can I do? So, yeah. yeah. Well, if anyone has any specific questions, you know, they can always reach out to me and ask me whatever they want. I'm happy to, to so help. So on that them. note, where do we find you? What is your, your socials, your website? And what services can you offer people? Yeah, um, so my website is bethanylavinphotography.com and that is branding, uh, product and headshots. My Instagram handles are at bethlavinbranding for those services and then I shoot weddings as well. So you can follow me at bethlavinweddings. Weddings, um, oh, that would be the day. I know, in a couple of we'll be able to do it again, won't we? Um, not long, not long. <laughs> yeah so I offer um personal branding photography so capturing female business owners in their element uh, I offer remote product photography where you can send me your creations and I'll photograph them for you and I also have a stock library so if you need filler images for your social or your website that you won't find anywhere else you can check out my library which we have actually used on some yeah. of our promo so because they're just beautiful absolutely thank beautiful. You. <laughs> well thank you so much beth it's been amazing hasn't it sammy yes yes definitely you should see all the notes i've made I've <laughs> oh, it's my pleasure thank you for having me on i've uh, thoroughly enjoyed it and it's ticked off uh, a big goal for me this year i've wanted to kind of do some more podcast interviews so this has helped me as much as it's helped you Wow, thank you so much, Beth, for such an amazing episode. So much information. Um, We hope you've all enjoyed it as much as we did. If you would like to read Beth's blog post or you want to know any of her socials or website, head over to our website, daisycakecompany.co.uk and click on podcasts and they'll all be in the show notes for you. If you're feeling generous, please could you rate and review us because it gets see, we get seen in more of the podcast listings um, or join us on our Instagram page. So that is The Business of Cake Making or even our Facebook group, The Business of Cake Making Facebook group. Um, it's been amazing, amazing to, to have Beth here with us today. I hope you've enjoyed it and we will speak to you next time. Take care. <laughs>